welcome to yet another episode of the ERG Movement Podcast, where we are all about forward movement in the ERG space, just doing ERGs better than they've been done, better than they're currently being done, and just taking every single ERG program to the next level. Super excited for today's episode. This is going to be the part three of the Fortune 500 ERG series, where we're talking about the learnings that I took after I conducted a Fortune 500 ERG report, if you will, where I went through a list of Fortune 500, of all the Fortune 500 companies from last year to see which of them had ERGs, what ERGs they had, how many ERGs they had, what's their ERG program name, and even looking at the logos that existed for these ERG programs. So many learnings. And when I tell you all, I'm super excited to drop this report. I've been working so, so hard on it. And I think that it'll be just so nice and refreshing for the ERG space to have some reliable metrics that we're talking and we're speaking to. So exciting things to come. I will say, if you're not part of the ERG movement community, you will miss getting first dibs at that report. So if you haven't already joined, make sure you go to the ERGmovement.com. You'll see it's really bold to join the ERG movement community. It only takes a minute and there's so many amazing things. We'll loop back on that later. But for today's conversation, we're talking about, we're having this pod, this logo conversation. Now, I imagine a lot of people probably did not hop on this call because they're like, our ERGs have logos. Like, what does it matter? It's not just about the logos. That's not even, that's like, whether they have logos or not, that's a whole nother conversation. But what I took from these logos, wow, that was truly something. They don't tell all, but logos are an indicator, like a secret indicator of where an ERG program is. All right, so what do I mean by that? There is an old saying, you all may have heard it, but those that are faithful and least are faithful and most, which basically that saying mean, means that what you do to a small degree, it also shows up to a large degree. So for instance, like if you, like if someone is someone who like might tell a little white lie, there's a good chance that under pressure, they also might tell a big one. Like that's the the tone behind that saying. When it comes to ERG logos, what they tell, if an ERG program allows their ERGs to just free for all, design their own logos without there being any cohesion amongst the ERG logos, it's a good indicator that that also is happening on a broader aspect within their ERG program. If each logo has a completely different feel to it, there's no uniformity. I can't look at the set of logos and tell that this is a program. It's likely that this is gonna also show up in the ERG's leadership structure or lack thereof, and that some ERGs might have five ERG leaders, some might have seven, some might have 25, and they all have different titles there's a good chance that that's what's happening in their meeting cadence. Maybe they're doing meetings once ERG is doing it every two weeks, which I've seen. Maybe another ERG is doing it once a month. Another is doing it quarterly. And some might show up just for like a, a heritage month moment. There's no uniformity across the ERG program. So it shows up in the leadership structure, in the meeting cadence, in the membership processes, or again, lack thereof. So 
what do we do that being said i want to take off the glasses because the glare thing is rough even though i will say i do need glasses but that's that's neither here nor there i'm trying to make this an experience so going back to it what we did was we counted thing one how many of these companies in this fortune 500 report had their logos on their sites now i will say for the record Having ERG logos on your site is not an indicator that the company is like investing in the ERGs and it's all about ERG success. So don't take that as a learning here. There's a part two to this. We did count and see how many of them had their logos on their sites and actual logos, not just like, cause some, some companies they mentioned like the ERGs that they have, but they don't actually have like a picture of them, much less like pictures of programming that comes out of those ERGs. So we counted the ones that have ERG logos on their site. And from that, we actually pulled all of those logos and compiled them into what we call the ERG logo diary. And if you are part of the ERG movement community, you already have access to this logo diary. If you take a look and join any community, you'll see it within the resources, like access the logo diary here within the ERG community space. You'll know what I'm talking about once you join. There's literally no reason not to join. We just upgraded all the things. So I'm really excited. Hopefully I will see you all in here. And maybe even as we do this, there'll be some, some requests. I think we're already getting some requests to join, honestly. Now, compiled this list and this like images of all of the ERG logos that existed on the company sites. What do we do with that? We looked at each company and saw how many of them have that uniform look to their ERGs and how many of them were kind of sporadic. This is where the learning comes in. And this is what a lot of people are probably going to miss when they think about what this ERG report is all about that we're putting out just to say like, oh, if a company has ERGs, that's an indicator of where ERGs are in the space. And I've said on previous episodes, that's really not the huge takeaway. But one of the secret takeaways is looking at this logo evaluation. So that being said, there were 79 companies that had logos on their sites of their ERG. 79 of the 398 of the Fortune 500. Hopefully you all are following here. We have 500 companies on the Fortune 500 list, 398 of them had ERGs, at least one. And of those, 79 of them had logos on their site. Again, that's not a really big indicator of anything, but of those, how many would you all guess of those companies actually had that uniform look and feel? Of 79, how many of them do you feel had that united look and feel? I'll wait for some comments to come through, but I'm curious to see what the thoughts are um, in that. Again, comments are a little bit delayed on my end, which is frustrating, but neither here nor there. So while we look for that, I'll just explain what I mean by a unified look and feel. Really, when we think about it from the perspective of the members, people who are just finding out about ERG programs, if I were to take a look at a program without a unified look and feel. I'm not even going to associate this as a program. I'm going to associate these as separate different entities that are all doing their own thing. I'm not going to understand that there is truly just having a programmatic approach to ERGs. It's just a game changer for members. They're going to 
perceive your ERGs differently. Your engagement will literally change. And we'll get to where the pushback comes in typically when it comes to kind of giving this united approach to it. I see 10, I see two. So we're doing better than that. I'll say, to be fair, of the amount, there were 47 with that united look and feel. So basically 47 out of 79, that's about 59%. Doing pretty good. But that being said, still for 40% of them, almost half, two-fifths of them, to not have that unified look and feel is also a little bit concerning. Also, not even to mention, I would like to say that if you have that unified PRG logo effect, that that means that it was because you have this programmatic approach and you really care about your ERGs. Unfortunately, and the reason why a lot of people probably don't even connect ERG logos with a bigger conversation is because oftentimes companies, they'll double down on the logos looking really nice just as like a performative take, if we're being honest. It's like, this is one of the easiest things that we can do to outwardly talk about our ERGs and say that we support these communities, et cetera. So sometimes, and I'm not going to say most of the time because I'm not, I don't like just throwing out statistics and like pushing narratives that haven't been proven in data. So until I prove it in data that like the majority of these logo changes and like uniformity was for performative reasons, I won't say that, but I do have a hypothesis that a lot of them were and that a lot of these companies who have this still don't have consistent ERG leadership structures or meeting cadences or SOPs. I have a strong hunch, and that's really just because I've I've spoken to a lot of the ERG leaders at these companies. I've spoken to a lot of you all about your ERGs, which is, oh, it's okay that that's where we are now because as part of the ERG movement, we're about what's the next step? How do we take it to the next step? So 47 out of those 79 had that united look at and feel. Let's take a look actually at some of those so we can kind of get an idea of what some of my favorites were from taking a look at this. So popping this open, this was one of my favorites for sure. Activision Blizzard. I really like this, their take on this. Like if I were to see these logos next to each other, I would obviously associate these different ERGs with each other. So now I would think, oh, wow, like Activision Blizzard supports all these different communities. I would think, oh yeah, I can I can join more than one. It feels like one program with several different entities that exist within that program. And that's the goal. We don't want these separate ERGs, like principle number one of the ERG movement is an ERG must operate like a business, right? ERG program, that's the key word actually in that. So I don't know how I messed it up. An ERG program must operate like a business, which means that if each of these, entities that exist within a business is doing its own thing. And actually I've been saying entities, but if I'm being honest, it's more like franchises, but we're not even getting to that conversation today. Cause that's just something that I can definitely start ranting about. But if each of these ERGs operate in their own complete way, and let's be honest to actually operate in that way, solo takes a lot of effort. That means that they have their own SOPs, leadership structure, meeting cadence, which takes a lot of time to build. So that actually means that they're probably operating in chaos, honestly. 
point is that's not the experience that we want to give, not for our ERG leaders, not for our ERG members, and not even for you all as ERG program managers or the people who lead the ERG program. We want that uniformity. It's going to help so much with the forward movement of your program. We already have an article about that on the ERG movement, so check it out if you want more context on the benefits. But Activision Blizzard, I really like their approach here, just something subtle, but you can tell that their ERGs are for these different communities. It's a way for an ERG to be able to differentiate themselves and to have some personality, but it's still the same structure. An illustration I do give a lot is it's like one of those model homes. I don't know if you all have seen the show, but there's a show that I really like on, I can't think of what the channel name is called, but the one about like fix and flips and renovations, whatever that channel name is, maybe you all can help me remember. But on that, there's a show, it's called Rock the Block. It's many tangent, but with this, they are all given the same exact model house. And with that, they're able to go in and try to make that house like as best as, as is possible. There's like four teams, they're all given their own house right next to each other. It's the same exact house, but their job is to go in and to do it the way that feels best to them. And it's really like, who's going to make this house like worth the most at the end. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. With the ERGs, that's kind of what we're dealing with here. Yes, HGTV. That's what I was trying to say. Thank you all. So with ERGs, it's very similar to that. It's almost like as people who lead ERGs, and I'm not talking about ERG leaders, the person really who approves an ERG is really responsible for seeing this part through. But as people who lead the ERG program, it's our responsibility to make sure that that model home is ready for them before they even show up. Like it's not a case on that show where they go and they are, have to wait for the home to be built. And then they, you know, they're there while it's being built and they're trying to do their decorations. That will be chaotic. They literally show up. This home is already there and ready. And then it's like, hey, go and put your own flavor to it. It is one of my all-time favorite shows. I also just nerd out about that type of stuff as well. But anyway, all that being said, that's what it should be like. You can see here their model home in this sense is this D, E, and I, and then they're able to customize the, the and sign. So that's an example of uniformity. Another example that I also really like was AutoZones. There's a few of them in here that I get really, really excited about. But AutoZones was one that was also really cool. It had their company logo in it, and then it just had a, a word next to it. I'm really a fan too of ERG logos with words in it, just so that if the logo were to stand by itself, people would know what it's for. The only thing like downside of the DE&I one that we just um, saw from Activision Blizzard is if that logo by itself were to show up, I may not understand what those gradients represent, but here it's a little bit more clear. Now, who knows, maybe internally they do have some words that accompany those logos, but just in general, like from what we saw, basic learnings here. So AutoZone was another really good example. I think I have one more in here, Bath and Body Works. We can see the model home is there, we get it. So if a new ERG were to come along, it's look, your logo is going to be Bath and Body Works at the top, then it's going to be your name. We can, you know, add some color gradient, some iconography. I think that's the word into the bottom part. And then a little caption at the very bottom, like to be able to tell your ERG leaders. And that's why this is a bigger conversation than just logos, but the, to, it really indicates if a company is, has control over their ERGs, 
that sounds harsh. I didn't want it to, but honestly, I got to just stop trying to soften the blow and soften the message. And look, honestly, it really shows how much control you have of your ERGs. There are unfortunately so many ERG program managers that I talk to and I'm, look, it's a tough message to hear, but all the time they tell me, look, like one of our ERGs, they have really been pushing back. They just want something, they want to do something different. They want chapters, even though none of our other ERGs have chapters. They want to change the name of the co-chair role for their ERG, even though all of the other ERGs have a different role structure. They want something different. So, you know, they just, they're, they're just going to keep on nagging. So we're just going to let them have it. That is like the worst thing ever. This again shows how much control you have over your ERG. And also it really shows how much respect and trust your ERG leaders have in you as an ERG program manager. If you're not able to say no to the things that they are not ready for, the things that are truly not going to benefit them in the long run, if with the logos, they say, you know, yeah, I see how you all do it, but we we just want a low, we just want the the icon piece. We don't want the Bath and Body Works at the top. And sometimes ERG leaders will do that. They'll go on like rants and saying like, oh, because this makes it a company a company thing, and we just wanted to be about the employees. They come up with whatever reason. ERG leaders that are on this call. I have huge love for you all too. I get how the passion can make us like get a little bit creative. Okay. The thing is with this, there is so much strength in uniformity. Really a lot of pushback that I hear when it comes to logos is thing one. Wow, where did it go? It was definitely here somewhere. Oh, ERGs, they want that individualization. They want to fully pour in a whole bunch of personality into their ERG programs and in every single aspect. But again, as ERG program managers, we have to be able to hear them out when they push back, but also be able to clearly explain why things are the way they are. And ideally, we'll have these things already defined. This way, it's not like a question. Um, this is why we're doing X, Y, and Z, and it's already in a process doc. This way, the ERG leaders already have those parameters like clearly identified versus just letting them come up with something on their own. And then it feels like we're shutting them down because we never actually said, your, your, your logo has to be in line with this. So I will say, ideally, you'll have this already spelled out as an ERG launches. This is like one of the processes that they would have to go through. So just keep that in mind as well. For ERG program managers, expect pushback if you already are one of these companies that don't have a unified ERG logo look and feel. I'm telling you, you need to change that immediately. It's really hurting your membership engagement. People, well, I'm skipping ahead, actually. Well, no, I'm not skipping ahead. How it's hurting your membership engagement is thing one. Again, as a new person who's seeing this, this wouldn't even be membership engagement. This would just be your membership numbers. As people who see these sporadic logos everywhere, they're not going to tie the ERG program together. The ERG program is so much stronger than any individual ERG. So it, it's potentially making less people interested in joining your ERG. Thing too, when it comes to even your ERG members, I'm really big on how do we make this as easy as possible to justify for members to be able to participate in a program. And how you show up for the ERG program actually will determine oftentimes how they show up or how much effort they put in showing up. 
or even as like, let's say a support employee and I want to go like talk to my manager about getting more involved in ERGs. If an ERG program looks sporadic like that, as a, as a manager of the support employee, I might be less inclined. And we already know the struggle with getting mid-level manager buy-in for ERGs as it is. So you're just making it that much harder for these employees to justify their engagement because it does not look like a program that's well invested in, that a lot of time and thought have been put into. I could just keep on with this all day, but I'm promising to keep these episodes more brief because I know in the ERG space, our time is limited anyway. So all that being said, it does hurt engagement when that's not the case. So ERG program managers expect pushback when you do introduce the concept of uniformity, but don't allow your ERG leaders to run your ERG program. I don't think I've ever said that aloud before, but I think it needs to be said again. Don't let your ERG leaders run your ERG program. You as a program manager are running the program. And again, if they're saying we actually want to do it our way, our way is better. That's also them saying that they don't trust that you have the best practices for your ERG. So there's some other underlying things there that will probably need to be addressed too. But at some point, we have to start putting our foot down as the experts in this. And honestly, we can go into a whole nother tangent about how I understand a lot of ERG program managers don't actually feel like experts because they're DNI experts, not ERG experts. And I totally sympathize with you there, but that's not today's conversation either. So going back to all of it, one more thing, I wanted to show you all an example of a non-unified. I'm not putting the brand here. I actually tried to block out as much as possible. I think I did pretty good. Anything that I would say like the company that this is at, but this is an example of a company with just non-unified logos where every, every ERG is kind of doing its own thing. And it's clear with the logos. I'm not going to keep it up for too, too long because you all can see what I mean here. If I were to see these next to each other, I probably would not associate these ERG programs together. And again, no singular ERG is stronger than an ERG program. So this stuff matters. It so, so matters. So all that being said, what are we getting from this? Let's see. We kind of already touched that. Individualization. A unified, pro a unified brand is stronger because it helps justify, justify engagement. Wow, I can't speak today. Members are only going to take your ERG program as seriously as you take your ERG program. It can help increase membership. And most importantly, again, especially if you're putting this external, I think internal, granted, is important too, especially if you're putting it external, just beware. The new ERG standards, I mean, it truly is an indicator of where your program is. And if you have a grip on your ERGs as needed, truly, that's like, really what the ERG is rooted in is getting a grip on our ERG programs. And it's just an indicator for me. Again, 40%, like I said, granted, it was only 40%. But at the same time, that was just of 79 companies. So there's quite a few companies out there that, I mean, they're not even being accounted for in this. So again, can rant on this, but there were two major learnings. I think we just went through actually the main one it's time to change your logos if you all haven't already. Just have that conversation. 
If you're not part of the ERG movement community, then you're going to miss out on the free workshop that's going to go out into the ERG community tomorrow. And actually, we have weekly free workshops for ERG leaders. So if you're not there, you're going to miss out. You can invite your ERG leaders. You can walk them through these exercises and it'll really serve as a guide. Even if you are an ERG leader that's watching this, this will really serve as a guide for you and how to go through this change and even just a logo that's impactful. But all that's going to be covered in the workshop. So make sure that you are in the community so you don't miss out on anything there. Thing two, I, I will say I've been part of ERG logo changes before, and I promise at first there might be some pushback. I do just want to warn you, it's not going to be a smooth process at first, but as long as you have the backing on why it's important, your ERG leaders, they'll go with it. You have to really just establish yourself as a source of truth for your program. Actually, we have some comments before I reveal the other learning, which is interesting as well. Let's see. After we launched our ERG, we rebranded it, making it more encompassing. I love that. Can we pin this, please? Because this is one of the things that we discussed last week about how inclusive are your ERG programs. Any African-American ERG, which there are a lot that exist, actually, that's part of the report, it actually talks about that too. Um, if it's an African-American ERG, especially if you're a global company, it's not inclusive at all. It's not inclusive. We have to rethink on how we're looking at our ERGs. This, is, this applies to other communities as well, but this is a popular one, even with Asian American Heritage Month, which that's what it what traditionally was. How are we approaching that with our ERGs? Because if we're only celebrating that Heritage Month as Asian American Heritage Month, are we being inclusive of the other communities that are Asian, but aren't represented by that month because they don't use Asian American or maybe they're not even Asian American. So excellent point here. The other learning though, this was a big one. We kind of already said it before, but there were a few companies in this that were almost there. They were almost counted in this ERG uniform look. But there was, for those few companies, they had just one ERG that was different. Just one. Curious if you all can guess which ERG community. I don't know. That might be too problematic. But I'm going to tell you all, every single time when there was one community that was different, it was the women's ERG. Now, if you spoke to me, I, I might have mentioned this in conversation because it is a trend that I've seen in the ERG space myself. Women's ERGs are extremely likely to push back and to be really for this individualization piece, doing their own thing. I'm for the empowerment, yes, but we cannot allow, for many reasons, by the way. I mean, when you think about it, the women's community really had the first in the recent movement wave. So with the Me Too movement, they were the first. So they pro that's really probably when they got a lot of their excitement, engagement going. So they probably feel a little bit more rooted. They also probably have a, the largest membership base by chance because, I mean, organizations probably have more women in it than they do people of color or than they do LGBTQ folks. So likely the women's ERG feels entitled to be the one to do it differently. We can't let it happen though. We cannot let it happen. Please 
almost every time, even when I talk to people, it's the women ERG that is looking to push back to do their own leadership structure, to do their own X, Y, and Z. That's just the final piece of learning here that I want to put out here. Again, what one ERG does can indicate where your ERG program is. So not only do we have to be able to take the pushback, but really maybe even just having reasons and an understanding. And maybe all this being said, I do, I did say we have an article on the ERG movement, but maybe I'll just do another one specifically around the logos to help you all with these conversations. I don't know. Let me know if that would be helpful. Let me know what would be helpful to make these conversations easier for you. Feel free to DM me too, because I'm, I mean, I'm always down for this conversation. We can't bend all the rules for one community. That's all. That's what I have today. Keeping it short, trying to like do like this 30 minutes or less thing, a little bit over time, but that's what I have 